the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for staying with us. This is Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're broadcasting live from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio. Rack Shack Barbecue. Rack Shack Barbecue. Legendary. She's Good just tough form to get through that. Yeah. Yeah. It was no, tough. Stumbling around in there. Hittinergroup.com. Yeah, H- I, I was, was, stopped. I was thinking about something halfway through. Halfway through what I was saying, as my, <laughs> started, my, my brain, brain got, took my over. brain took over. And <laughs> Mike, you I had a question. Blah, blah, blah. So we had our last segment. We were talking about things that buyers are doing to kind of set themselves apart, removing contingencies. Of course, mm-hmm. having the highest price. Mike Sadness, ladies home. and gentlemen, from Wow One. So, Day Painting. Mike, you had a question. Mike from Wow One Day yeah. Painting. Mike Sadness, what was your question regarding? So my question was: It's understandable that a lot of buyers are waiving the inspection to have uh, priority on the offer. And I heard a story the other day was uh, a licensed inspector told me that uh, this case happened with one of his properties. They didn't hire him as an inspector. Mm -hmm. Then they called him in later to find out that there was some noise in the toilet. And they did some research, went outside, looked out in the sewer, and found it was destroyed. Yeah. So my question was, what's the advantage, disadvantage for the seller and buyer on those situations? Yeah. First thing, the inspector that you're talking to mm-hmm. he is not getting as much business right now right so he's gonna push and say everybody should have his home inspection right, of course which right. i agree i mean a home inspection is great uh, but when you're in a crazy market like i've i've never seen before in terms of the limited inventory and the amount of sheer offers and activity and showing traffic that we're getting on properties it's so important that your real estate agent is looking at all of these scenarios mm-hmm. what could happen what couldn't what's important what's not and what can bite you in the butt on the on later. So what we talk about with our sellers is understand, and I'm a huge proponent of over-disclosing, huge proponent. If you know anything about the property, disclose, Absolutely. disclose, disclose. As you should. And especially in this situation, I mean, I'm, I'm literally telling my sellers some deterioration on deck boards. I mean, you can go out there and look, and you can see that one is soft. Put it on the disclosure. Even if you can see it with your eyes, put it on the disclosure. Because that way you've said, I mean, everything that you know about this house. If there's a crack in the siding, I want it on the disclosure, right? So our in working with buyers and with sellers, everybody needs to understand that they are going to then be relying on that disclosure for what you're representing as the condition of that property. Because they were there for 25 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, half hour looking at your house. They left and they offered you $50,000 over the asking price. Your disclosure better be on point because if there is an issue with the sewer later and they come to find have, you know, XYZ sewer company come out and look at that line and then the XYZ sewer company guy says, I was here last year, did a scope on this job. Mm-hmm. They never fixed it, huh? You right. know, matter of fact, just right. having a conversation, you're in mm. trouble. Right. They're going to be coming back to you and asking you for eight grand to reline the sewer, run a new line right. from the house to the street. So. Um, you just have to understand, I think, your buyer's agent that you're working with on that side 
hopefully they're well qualified, been in the business long enough or done enough transactions rather to understand, you know, a real estate transaction in and out and the pitfalls and, and uh, things that can happen. And, and the neighborhood that they're in. I mean, some neighborhoods sure. you're in, you're in an area in St. Paul has got, you know, 200 year old pipes, mm-hmm. you know, a clay. A lot of those are deteriorating. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in the neighborhood like that to say, no, we're not going to look at anything. Ooh. Okay. So that's, that's fair. However, if you're if you want to live in that neighborhood, then mm-hmm. as a buyer's agent, my question to my buyer is: If you have to spend eight thousand dollars on the sewer line, would you not buy this house, or would you still buy the house with the understanding that you might have to replace the sewer mm-hmm. line? So, putting it into perspective, there are zero other homes for sale in the last three months in this neighborhood, and you wanted to be in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's now available to you. If the water heater doesn't work, are you not going to buy the house? If you have to spend $7,000 on a furnace, are you not going to buy the house? Or would you still buy the house knowing that you need to make those repairs? It's all about setting the expectations. It's all about expectations in most areas of life. Mm-hmm. And and being up front and forthcoming with right. what you know. And putting it into context. And putting it into context mm-hmm. and helping people understand mm-hmm. there's an opportunity here. Here is what potential pitfalls might be. Now, did you want to proceed with that or not? Right. Don't you think they People would offer less. <clears throat> they still. So when you're asking that question, I still want to buy the house, Keith. Sure. But I'm I'm going to drop ten grand off my offer because I expect in the some to work. in I some expect, in some markets right? that might yeah depending on the work. situation mm-hmm. yeah yeah when That's there's the when you know there's 18 people making an offer on a property. Mm-hmm. So what? So what's the goal? Mm-hmm. The goal is to get the house. Nobody wants to overpay. Right. You know, air quotes. Nobody wants to overpay <laughs> for something. <laughs> That's hard to peg right now. It is. I had a conversation mm-hmm. with an appraiser yesterday, and this is the second appraisal we're having on this property. So it's my listing, and I get a, a notification, appraisal, for the 14th of April. And I'm like, hold on. We had an appraisal already completed April 2nd. Well, in the purchase screen, we have appraisal guarantee. The buyer's going to pay any deficiency in the appraisal. It's no big deal to me. But there's a second appraisal coming in. So what's my first thought? They're, they're trying, trying to, get, to get rid of that guarantee. They're trying to minimize their Right. Exposure. Maybe they had an appraisal. Shortfall. It was yeah. short. Now yeah. they're going to have another appraisal. Right. So I call the lender. I'm like, what's what gives here? The second appraisal, you know, A, we were dialed in on appraisal number one. Now the house is in shambles. There's boxes everywhere. Yeah. So um, I find out that the buyer was shopping the lender. So yeah. they immediately called uh, a large outfit in the country they just click enter appraisal order done. So the appraisal comes out. Well, they now they're not even working with that company, and mm-hmm. so they're working with their original company. And now the the real appraisal is happening. So I don't know if they paid for that appraisal or wow. or what happened, but it has nothing to do with low value. So I called the appraiser then, or she called me to get into the home. Point of the story is, she's seeing homes, and I'm seeing the same thing. For homes that are priced for for homes that have sold, when you're looking at properties that have sold over the last three and six months, we're seeing 10%, like about 10% that people are paying over those list prices, anywhere from 8 to 12%. And so it was a good conversation. It helped settle me in that she said, I already pulled comps. I already see that there is sufficient data to approve the property for the sales price. Everything looks good here. We just had to do the walkthrough on Monday or whatever mm-hmm. it is, so. So while we're still on the subject, I want to hit something, then we'll hit Mike next segment, if that's okay, Keith. Sure. So you talked about looking at offers, and you look at the type of financing. Yep. We're running into issues where we have very good qualified 
folks that are doing an FHA loan, VA loan, and they're getting kicked to the curb because someone else is offering 10% or 20% down. These programs, you don't have to put the additional money down. Even right. if they could, they're, you don't have to. So why are you guys discriminating against those? <laughs> what language? Like, I know, you like language. that. <laughs> it, here's, here's the deal. If I have a conversation, people are scared to call the listing agent, I think. Like they, because they're not going to call them back or they mm-hmm. don't want to. And there are listing agents mm-hmm. out there that are dinks. Yep. And they're not going to have a conversation with you. If you mm-hmm. call me, I'm yep. Keith Hittner Jr. If you call me, I will have a conversation with you. If you ask me questions, I'll answer your questions. Mm-hmm. The last transaction I put together that was $11,000 less than the other sales price, yep. you know what we did with the purchase agreement? We flipped it to a contingent purchase. We flipped it to a contingent purchase. If you get a contingent offer right now, everybody's like, nobody's going to accept that. Mm-hmm. We flipped it to contingent because they guaranteed an appraisal deficiency significantly more than anybody else in the transaction because he called me and we had a conversation. Yep. And he said, look, they got a townhouse in Apple Valley to sell. Do you think it's not going to sell? Nope. I think it's going to rip in minutes. He said, if we, do, if we go this way, then we'll be able to cover X amount of dollars in an appraisal deficiency. They were five times more than anybody else. They want this house. Mm-hmm. I want a buyer that wants this house. Right. I want somebody that has the highest likelihood mm-hmm. to close for my seller. They get to increase their down payment. They get to cover the appraisal deficiency. All of that because they're in a sweet equity spot in their townhouse. Mm. 24 offers on that house. We chose that guy because we had a conversation about it. So, I had other conversations too. Okay. But this one made most sense for my seller ultimately in the end. To your conversation regarding or question about FHA and VA specifically, yep. if I didn't have a conversation with you about mm-hmm. FHA financing, they actually have more money, but they're doing it because of this program. All that I wouldn't know that. Mm-hmm. How might how how do I know that? And I can't talk to everybody. I'm not going to call 24 agents, discuss every nitpicky little detail with them. We have to choose on what's on the paperwork. If you send me your offer and preface it with they have $120,000 in the bank and they're just doing this and this. Okay. All right. That changes the, that changes it because I've used the doctor program, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Doctors don't have MI and they right. don't have to put 20% down, no. but they're loaded, mm-hmm. right? They got a bunch of student debt they're dealing with. I get yep. it. And we've had that, had a conversation about it. I understood. That's up I, to the buyer agent then to be proactive and make totally, that Totally, yes. And the loan officers to call the listing agents yes, can to be. explain yes. and say, as hey, long as your clients, you our- As long as your customers are telling you- yep. You, yes, go ahead and disclose that yeah. financial information because what's mm-hmm. it's going to help them. Oh, yeah. It's yep. going to help them. So TCF guy, haven't gotten a loan from TCF in 15 years. Mm-hmm. He calls me up. He's a doctor. This is the program. Are you aware of it? Well aware of it. Okay. Guy's got a lot of money. Just want to let you know, fantastic conversation with the loan officer, mm-hmm. although it was TCF. Yep. I don't want to discriminate against yeah. TCF. No, no, uh, so good stuff. You got to have those conversations yep. right now. 612-627-8000. Love to have the conversation with you. Give us a call. Get back. Rack Shack Attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Ooh.